Welcome to the Diving Pod. I'm Heath Calhoun. And I'm Aaron Rooney. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Sideline Scout. Make sure you get over to sidelinescout.com. Check out their poolside live package. Uh, it's the best in the business, so get yourself hooked up. Heath, what are we doing this evening? All right, so this one will be a short episode for you listeners. We are going to just kind of talk a little bit about some of the things that are coming up and some of the things that are happening. On May 17th, we actually had our two year of doing the podcast and we had some episodes pre-recorded. So this is just going to kind of be our thank you for our two year. Um, Aaron, what are your kind of takeaways in the last year or so um, of year two of the podcast? I would say just uh, maybe gaining more relevancy. You know, the first six months it was, Hey, this is cool. This is fun for us. How can we do better? And then the, the, you know, the second six months of our first year was, hey, this is still really cool, but now mm -hmm. we can start to think about implementing the skills challenge and, you know, the coaches camp and athletes camp, which was awesome down in Moss Farms. And then now this second year, it's again, I would just say in whole, just I, I would say more just gaining more relevancy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was fortunate to be the announcer both at Winter Nationals and this most recent Spring Nationals. Heath was on the commentating for winters, just had a baby, so he wasn't able to join us at spring nationals. But um, it's just fun to have more conversations with high-level coaches, high-level athletes, and now, you know, like meat management directors and how can we do better to add value to our sport. Um, so it was just fun. And that was very, very recent, you know, talking with Lee Michaud and Olivia Rosendahl, just all of the things that go into what makes a meet and how we can do our part and help making diving become more of a talking point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think when I look at it, I, I feel over this last year, we've been able to make a little bit more of a impact. Like when I speak with recruits and they're like, Oh, you do the podcast. Like it's kind of neat that people are starting to notice that and, it actually is helping people, you know, and when, when I talk to a prospective student athlete and they're like, oh, I have a notebook of all of the the signature questions you guys do or all the notes from each podcast. Um, I think that's just incredible. I think, you know, I'm going to just kind of go as quick as I can here and just kind of list off the people we had on in the second year, like we did the first year, you know, um, the the one after the one year, Brooke Schultz, Melissa Wu, Dr. Megan Nyer, Delaney Schnell, Nick McCrory, Lindsey Hammer, Greg Luganis, Carson Tyler. Mike Hilber, um, we had the announcement of the 2028 and Beyond Camp with Drew and John, Mia Valet, um, Lyle Yost, Brandon Lociavo, Tim Fisher, Emma Golstrad, Erica Sorgi. Um, let me go to the next page here. Um, Olivia Rosendahl, Chris White, Sam oh, Lavacek, right? Did I get that right? And then John Appleman, Shannon Hoffman, Logan Pearsall, Mike Retcher, Josh Larkham, Caden Cavanaugh, Bane Bennett, Cassie Curry, Natalie Calabat Witten. And then we have one more page here just to thank everybody. Um, Sarah Bacon and Cassidy Cook together. That was like our first uh, synchro pairing to interview together. Ben Moldoff, Hanos. How do you say Hanos' last name, Rooney? Oh, I can't hear you, sir. 
oh, you are muted. Um, who else do we have here? Dario DeFazio, Luna Casta Castellanos, Jack Ryan, Clayton Chaplin, Patrick Jeffrey, Cynthia Potter, Julio Osuna Kelly, and David Dinsmore. Um, so Aaron right now is just kind of we're trying to figure out his mic. It does not say I'm muted. Can you hear me now? Now I got gotcha. you. Okay, sounds um, good. <laughs> um, how do you, how do you say Hannah's last name? Hanos Mahari. Thank you. Um, so so I think one first and foremost, thank you to all those people who were able to kind of make this year better than last year. I mean, it definitely was better. I feel like we kind of got our groove and found um the sweet spot of how to ask those offshoot questions. I think that's something we got better at. Um. Maybe that's a good question. What do you think we can improve or you want to improve uh, podcast specifically over the next year or so? It was always tough. Um, the first few uh, episodes of figuring out questions. And so they always end up being very similar. I would say, for lack of a better term, maybe a little cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say, you know, I want to improve on asking more in-depth questions and specifically you know, questions that might be difficult to answer. You know, we, I always like to stray away from, you know, like touchy subjects mm -hmm. or if you're in a competition and we remember that competition did not go very well. I don't like to bring up those negative yeah. type of things, but sometimes it's nice to hear, okay, what happened? How'd you deal with it? And how are you dealing with it now going forward? Um, yeah, like I said, I, I struggle bringing anything kind of negative i'm such a positive person and i always want that other person on the other end you know picking up on that and also just like being themselves without bringing up any you know negative vibes yeah. um but i think just doing a better job of of maybe even doing some more homework um this does get tricky and i will yeah. kind of expand on that we only have so much time guys um, we both have full-time jobs he, with coaching me, selling t-shirts and hoodies, um, and creating online stores for different diving teams and other teams across really the country where, you know, there's a lot of times where we do a really surface level Wikipedia search. And then, you know, we do ask a few things in advance. Hey, do you want to talk about certain things? And then we find a way to lead into those questions and we've gotten a lot better at that, but you know, it's, sometimes it is tough um, to just prioritize with how much time we have. So um, I, I mean, think, I think we can always get better. But with the time that we have, um, there's there's kind of a governor on how mm -hmm. amazing and good and professional this whole podcast can really be. Yeah, I, I think you, you really hit the nail on the head. I think continuing to improve on our interview skills and like not being afraid to ask the tough question. Um, I think something I hope we can improve on is just bringing different content. Um, you know, you look through and like our content is pretty like specific to we interview someone or we review a meet. Um, so I actually think some of the ones that are a little different are like when we announce the showcase and things like that. So I think trying to bring um, different topics and different content in terms of, you know, we're, we're trying to work on slowly bringing you guys a, um, uh, YouTube page, you can search it, but trying to bring, you know, like we have video from finals for pretty much every event from spring nationals. I'm going to try to go through and put each athlete's list together and post them as a whole list if possible. Um, it just takes time. I think our listeners, 
Um, we've talked about it, but really explaining like this is a two man operation where, you know, we, we sit down, Aaron does a lot of the outlines. I do a lot of the posting of everything. And, and it really is just like you said, a two man operation where we're trying to bring you guys the best product we can on that constraint without it taking away. Because like we tell you guys, like we don't make money off of this. Like at the end of the day, when we go to meets, typically, um, we're on, honestly, typically we're doing that on our own dime, whether it's flying up to Minnesota for D ones or, you know, winters, you were able to fly here. So I think, um, I think something I would love for us to try to start to figure out. And I know we've started the process of how do we make this? So our trips are, are covered. So that way we're not spending that on our own because the less stress there is in that regard, the better product we're going to be able to bring, um, to the listener. So I think just some different stuff. I know in the past we've talked about doing like a fantasy diver, like putting our ideal diver together, things like that we've talked about, um, and just trying to continue to bring more information to our listeners. Um, you know, what, as you look back, what is something you felt like was just a big point for you this year um, for the podcast, for yourself? Um, in this like world that we're in right now with the diving world? I mean, so first, first of all, I'm not going to answer the question directly. I'm going to go to Sarah Bacon and Cassidy Cook. That was a dream come true mm -hmm. to interview them, yeah. but I do think we should get them on individually. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, but then as far as like answering the question goes, like I'm going to go straight back to the announcing thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that was never even a thought process in yeah. my mind and now after doing winters and springs like i love it man right. <laughs> it is so fun because i truly get to be a fan yeah and i was always kind of searching for what my role could be at the highest level i thought maybe at one point i wanted to be a judge well you know, Yaya Radman kind of mentioned to me, you know, it's it's tricky to be a judge sometimes because you can't be a fan. You mm -hmm. you have to be critical of a diver or uh, a you know each specific dive at a time. And then, you know, if if you see something differently than their coach does, who you're also kind of friends with, you know, how are you going to confront that yeah. if, yeah. if 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 you know conflict arises? And it was like, you know, I don't really want to deal with all of that. I can. I'm not afraid of it. But also, I just want to cheer for the sport. And I kind of had that perfect little role where I get to hype up the crowd a little bit. Mm. Then the athletes get excited. The coaches get excited. I'm literally just excited all the time. Mm. And yeah. I think I've gotten a lot of feedback that says, you know, the athletes, they know when I'm excited. Yeah. And it's pretty much every dive. And then if you're getting nines and nine and a halves, like I just take it to another level which is super fun to hear, you know, I am trying to bring the energy everywhere I go. And that's what the feedback has been, um, that it's kind of mission accomplished. I had a bunch yeah. of good conversations about the future, um, and what potential meets would be coming up and some constructive criticism from somebody who was working at world aquatics. It was awesome. It was a great week. Um, but I would say that's kind of been the, the, the year two, I guess, growth, what would you say for that question? You know, I think as I look at the past year, the thing that like sticks out to me, like if I had to pick a podcast that really stuck out, I really loved Patrick Jeffrey's podcast. That was yeah. one that I really enjoyed. I kind of find myself coming back to, 
Um, I feel like we have a good relationship with him where we're texting him saying congrats. Um, it, I actually might have an odd answer. You know, it was really, really awesome getting the opportunity to commentate at Winter Nationals. And that was fun. And I would continue to do that if that's a role that they want help in just as someone to to do that when they need it. But the thing that I think I was most proud of in our second year was actually being able to help do that 2028 and beyond skills camp. Um, when we started this, everyone's heard it a million times. They're tired of hearing it. We just wanted to bring more information and try to bring the diving community together. And through the help of John Fox, Tom Gim, um, Parker Hardegree, Andrew Capobianco, and Drew Johansson, we were able to actually host a camp that brought people from around the country to Moultrie, Georgia to learn. And, and Dr. Megan Nye yeah, as well. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Megan Nye. I'm sorry. But I think like that was really cool because that was really the mission of the podcast personified in person. Um, so that was really special and I look forward and we'll probably touch on that here in the future, but I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, and I just think like you said, when we went to the meets, we were able to go to bringing value, actually feeling as though we were there and we helped the diving world in some capacity, whether that's just with content, whether that's just with someone with boots on the ground to be able to explain what happened, what it looked like, um, I just think I liked that we did add value. We kept talking about that at winters, our first big meet we got to help with like, Oh, let's make ourselves valuable. Um, and I felt like we do a good job of that. And I think the people that are important notice that, and they notice that we are just fans. Um, and I think you hit the nail on the head when you say like, when we got to go to those meets, it's awesome. Just getting to be fans. You're not there coaching. You're not there being like, man, how do I get my diver better? But you're getting them better just by being there and listening and asking questions. So um, I think that's a something great. I think continuing to look forward, um, you know, what meets, uh, why don't you tell our listeners what meets we've kind of targeted or our big three or four events that we're going to try to be at this upcoming year? Yeah, number one that, that we both circled was Olympic trials down in Tennessee. Yep. Um, that's obviously, uh, remind me what month that's in. Is it June? That is June. Yes, sir. I think it's June 16th to the 23rd off the top of my head. Yep. So June, 2024, that is our number one mission to get down to Tennessee. We're still working a couple of different angles. Haven't been given any like, yep, you're in. Yes. Okay's type of things, but you know, definitely having conversations that we need to, to be able to get there and whether yeah. I'm in the announcing role or we're taking videos on the, side yep. of the pool deck or whatever it might be. Again, our mission is how can we help? How can we add value? Yeah. Um, so that was number one. Number two is the Division One men's meet in at IUPUI. That is driving distance, actually, for both of us coming from completely different directions. Yeah. But it honestly is about a halfway point uh, in Indiana. So that would be a cool one to go to. Um, what were you thinking for the other ones? And then just the 2028 and beyond showdown um, yeah. down there in Moultrie again. We're going to have an official announcement for that here, hopefully in maybe let's say the next two weeks, I think is pretty fair. Um, but really looking forward to that again. But I think you have the nail on the head. I think for Olympic trials, regardless of if we're there on deck helping or if we're there as fans in the stands, we will figure out a way to be there. Um, and I think that'll be something I look forward to is, is hopefully we are adding value and helping in some capacity because that would just – you know, neither one of us were ever good enough to dive at that meet. So how can we be there and help make those athletes experience better? Yeah. Um, and another thing I wanted to mention about the showdown, you may have seen that that has been postponed. We're still working uh, on yes. new dates. 
Um, this is one of those uh, kind of favorite failures, I guess we could touch on. A little, <laughs> yeah. Is I think we just picked a, a bad weekend, a bad week, bad yeah. weekend. And that's that's how it goes. Sometimes you learn and you fail and then you try again and you figure out what went wrong and you correct it and make it happen for next time. So uh, we are definitely still going to have that event. It's just going to have to be at a different time. You know, yeah. I think about all the events leading up to that. Most of the uh, tier three squad had regionals a few weeks prior. And then there was uh, obviously the spring national meet, which was the week before. And then um, the AAU national meet was actually the same weekend. And then the, what else? The Fort Lauderdale high diving was yep. the same weekend. Uh, zones obviously for everybody is coming up. And then if you're going to nationals, um, the pool over at Mission Viejo looks beautiful and is amazing, but I mean, costs, costs are yeah. always, um, in the mind and in the forefront and there's just a whole lot of travel going on. And we, I think we just tried to jam pack it and just kind of maybe in the wrong spot of the year, yeah. but, uh, we'll make sure we get that information out when we're going to do it. It's still going to be an awesome event. I'm still extremely fired up about it. We just got to pick a different time to do it. Yeah, yeah, and excuse me, I I was referring more to our skills camp, but yes, the yeah. showdown I'm excited for as well. Um, so I think, and just continuing to build more relationships with these coaches and athletes that we've been able to interview. Um, you know, what are you, kind of what questions do you have, Aaron? Um, whether it's about the year coming up, the year looking back, where where are you at with everything after two years of jumping on here every Sunday night? I mean, my my big thing is just aligning my priorities. So yeah. I had a really good conversation uh, with Mike Retcher. He's the meet director for that spring nationals. And I just said, man, if you continue to ask me, I'm going to want to say yes every single mm -hmm. time, whether it's this meet, that meet, it doesn't matter. I'm going to want to say yes, but you know, we, we, you have to make some adult decisions from yeah. time to time. And as fun and cool and, you know, unbelievable as, experiences as those meets are there's just again it comes back to time you know yep. i had to keep my wonderful relationship going i had to keep my day job i had to keep my coaching gig and all of those things kind of take time and so does this announcing thing it all just takes time so yeah we're we're just struggling not i shouldn't say struggling it's not hard to prioritize correctly it's just we can't be at every single meet and i want to be but yeah. um this isn't paying the bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe in the future when we're retired, if that's the case, but not anytime soon. Um, yeah, what about and, you? Any, anything, any questions, anything coming up for this year that you're, that you got on your mind? Um, you know, I think without going into detail, kind of what took place this weekend for you and I of kind of making, making a very, uh, uh, prioritized decision, I think just continuing to find that balance of, you know, family has to come first, like with a newborn yeah. baby, like family has to come first and being able to put my foot down to myself, not with anybody else. <laughs> it's to myself saying, I'm not doing that. Like I want to, like you said it perfect. I want to do that, but I can't do that. Um, and this weekend was a good starting point for that, I think. And um, I think looking forward, just, just figuring out how we can help the diving community more, but, but also, I mean, it sounds, I hope this comes across correctly, but like, also treating ourselves well, like making sure like, hey, if we can figure out a way to make a couple bucks to cover our costs to fly to 
uh, IUPUI or fly to Knoxville or whatever that might be, figuring that out, I think putting a little bit of time and energy and effort into that, I think will be beneficial for us. And I think if that happens, it will be able to bring a better product as well to the listener. Yeah, um, for sure. Hey, so, before yeah. we get into, I know we have two more topics at least that we need to talk about and that's jobs. But also what I want to talk to you about is the spring national meet. I know you watched a ton of it on the yeah. live stream. What'd you think of the live stream itself, the diving, some of the commentators they had, like your whole takeaway? Yeah, great question. So um, I think if I were to be critical, personally, I felt as though the favorites were judged a little bit more favorably um, in that meet. Um, now, I think in some instances, much deserved. Um Maybe the ones that jump out to me in, in terms of Sarah Bacon, Delaney Schnell, I thought they do very, very well and deserve to win that meet. Um, Andrew, but I thought there were some instances where I watched and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I agree with that. And that's that's our sport. I don't have to agree with it. I'm not the judge. I'm not the one given the scores. Um, I thought it was a very well-run meet. Um, I think as from a commentating perspective, um, I think they would benefit. I, and I know it was a little bit up in the air. I know Nick did a great job towards the end of the week, just kind of getting comfortable of just benefiting to like, maybe have that be something that's planned a little bit more in advance. Like, Oh, you know, go through your list. Like who, who are the people, you know, if Natalie can't do it, like I would pick Natalie before I would pick me. Like, you know, if certain people can't do it going through that list and be like, okay, who's here that we would want to do this. Who's here. We think would do a good job. So that way they can do a little bit of prep work. You know, um, right. I thought something that stuck out was your announcing, like you're announcing you had energy from the first day to the last day. And that's challenging just for your voice in itself. But I thought overall, I liked how the meat ran. I liked how the meat looked um, at West Virginia. I think if I were to be critical or be constructive in my criticism, figuring out a better way to get a little bit more of a diving board or diving level angle, um, that mm -hmm. angle isn't the best, but um, they did a much better job with one meter kind of cutting to and from angles. Um, so I think just just really being at that facility more, hopefully in the future for big level meets and figuring out how do you broadcast that facility the best. Here's a, um, here's a good question. This one was just I was I was in and around coaches, but never talked to anybody specifically about this. But I know it was being talked about. So I'll just softball it to you. Yep. What are your thoughts? on people wearing team usa suits oh, yeah. at the national meet so the reason i say that is you mentioned it looked like some of the judging was a little more favorable um and the the conversation that i was overhearing was well is it because they're wearing those team usa suits so the judges know this is historically who has been representing our country or does right. that have nothing to do with it? And just the diving is the diving and the better divers are getting the better scores. What are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I didn't put any thought into it until we had that discussion at my house. Um, but I can absolutely see where those coaches are coming from. Um, whether it is a noticed bias or not, there has to be a bias there. Like you already have a bias when you know you're judging Andrew Capobianco, you know, he was at the last Olympics, you know, he's, I mean, I'll say it. He's our guy. Like we're going to go as Andrew goes. Andrew's our top male diver right now on three meter. So you're already kind of getting that Olympic bump per se, but maybe there is something to, Oh, Delaney Schnell's wearing team USA. Nika's wearing team USA. Sarah Bacon's wearing team USA. Like maybe there is something to that. I'm not one to be able to say that. And I feel sure any judge will say that doesn't matter at all. Right. But those things, 
they might make a difference. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't know, man. I go both ways on it. Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting in the judge as a as a as a completely independent here, I'm watching this dive in front of me right now. I'll tell you straight up, there's no way that right. I would say, oh, I'm gonna give Andrew uh, an eight and a half just because he's Andrew and he's got the suit and he's our guy. Like mm-hmm. I don't care, and I'm sure all of the other judges will say the same thing. But also, you can say whatever you want, and when you know sarah bacon's wearing that dope black usa suit like you also sit up a little taller in your chair maybe and you're like okay this dive has the potential to be amazing and maybe you sitting up and saying that in your head is an unfair bias as it is so i mean i definitely can see it going either way i don't really care if i'm being honest um it it's a suit to me and i don't look at the suit i look at the dive so yeah. it's really it's tough i can see both sides i can see if a coach oh. was upset about it and and one of their kids is not a team usa suit wearer and i could see it being like why are you getting so bent out of shape about it it's just a swimsuit it's really not a big deal yeah so before we go over jobs and and any other small items that we want to touch on you know what were your takeaways from spring nationals instead of going through and yeah I- answering you know this person won you know we're going to try to bring you guys a different review yeah. essentially but what were your takeaways from well being big on shout deck? out to shout out to John Appleman for that he actually approached me about that and he said you know it sounds like you guys just kind of read through dive meets you know we can all do that i was like yeah that's that's pretty fair um there were a couple things I was really excited for going in. And number one, if I'm being honest, was this matchup between Sarah Bacon on the women's three meter side and Ellie Reese Nide. Ellie <laughs> Reese is 11 years old um, and she has the DD to meet everything she needs to. And I am just, I love her technical diving skills. I could watch her all day. She is fantastic. It's like, you know, it's almost like she's been taught without any bad habits oh you're stealing lyle's lyle's comment yeah i I think lyle lyle said that about um uh he said it about josh hedberg said it about josh hedberg and i mean i would say the exact same thing about ellie reese nide um so i was excited for that ellie reese just ended up missing back two and a half otherwise she would have made the semifinals. she finished Mm -hmm. like 22nd i think and was only a couple points out of um, 18 and that's what we mm-hmm. took to semifinals. So I, there's no doubt about it. She would have made it, uh, if she hit the one dive. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, Sarah looks great. Sarah's by far our best diver. She missed, I think two dives in the individual competition and still ended up winning by a yeah. really good margin. Yeah. Um, I was actually crazy impressed. Big segue here. Actually, you know what? Let's stick with women's three meters. I lied. Um, I was very impressed with Krista Palmer. I was excited to see her dive for the first time live. Uh, that yep. double out is deadly. I think she just needs a little more time training it, finish it a little bit higher so she can get her hands all the way through. Um, I was very impressed with Kristen Hayden, her 205B. Like, she never misses that. That was fun. Uh, and then a youth, another youth athlete, Avery Warble, I thought she looked yeah. fantastic. Mm, um, yeah. those were kind of my big big ones on the three meter uh Haley hernandez obviously she looks great she's just still rocking that small tuck list would love to see her beef that up a little bit um Haley's kind of the perfect person in my opinion to send to 
like world championships or a world qualifier that would get your Olympic spots. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I'm starting to see that she just doesn't quite have the DD to compete for a medal. Um, so I love that she's consistent. I love that she just doesn't miss. She just needs a little more firepower. Um, on the men's three meter side, Andrew did his thing. He's still working on that two Oh seven. I would say, he had maybe three misses. I was talking with the guys at the table like, hey, he only misses two out of three. So I thought he missed his first two. And then I was like, all right, finals, here we go. And it was a little bit better. It was definitely more vertical, just a little sprout. It was splashy. Um, yeah, I was. I wanted to see maybe a, maybe a touch more than Quinn uh, from Quinn, but also he took third place. So what, what can you what can you expect? Uh, Tyler was consistent. Tyler Downs, I'm saying, um, you know, he. I'm seeing maybe this is just me from my perspective of where I was on the table, but his double out just looks like it's a little like wonky. It looks like he's almost not fully straight body when he's in that twist. And so the twist looks a little like, like forced. Um, I know he was struggling with his hurdles. He's been struggling with hurdles for a while. He balked at world championships in the synchro event with Cassidy cook. It might've been the team Mm -hmm. event, but either way, um, he was, he was balking actually quite a bit. So that was just something I was like, man, I wonder what's going on. So, um, yeah, other than that, I would say the men's tower was my favorite event. Uh, yeah. Josh Hedberg dove really well. Brandon Loshiavo broke 500 on his finals list. That was crazy. But the biggest surprise was Max Flory. Yeah. Max Flory making it to the world, world cup. Um, like he was on fire in prelims and then it was like man i i just hope he can continue this this heater that he's on and make it and he did just barely edged out uh josh i think he missed one dive in the final and max just capitalized on it it was really cool to see him do his thing um i still think you know leading into trials a year from now essentially um i think if brando keeps diving the way he does and if josh continues to improve um he started doing bigger dives. I mean, he did 109. He did um, 52.55. He did 207B. Josh has got a real list now. And so I just think with more reps, he's he's going to be probably the best in our country soon, um, sooner rather than later. But that was my favorite event. There were some some big dives being thrown down. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, I, I thought my biggest like thing I was excited about. So one, the two best commentators from the week, were Steph Sutton and John Fox. No, in no particular order. Those were the two best commentators. Surprise, and then I would, surprise, right? <laughs> yeah. And then I would and then I would put Lyle Yost as third. His last event nice. he did was very, very good. Um, but I just thought this was really like Max's like not coming out party because people have known Max forever. Um, but I think for him, I mean, I'm not I don't want to speak for him, but I feel like this was just really big for him to be like, I can do this. Um, I can put this list together and I can be consistent. He was consistent over three lists. Um, so I think that that was awesome to see. Um, just lo- I'm looking forward to watching the world championships in Japan. I think that's in July. So really looking forward to just kind of posting up at the iPad, screen recording it all and just taking it all in. Um, so I'm re- yeah. really excited about that. Excited for Jack Ryan made the world cup team our world championship team and Lyle Yost on one meter. I'm excited to see Lyle put that list in a meet against the best in the world yeah, and see cool. how that goes. Um, so I think um, 
you want I'm just going to jump in here. We kind of talked about trying to do this a little bit more and we've kind of been ahead on our episodes for our listeners. So we try to record ahead in the summertime to give Aaron and myself a little bit of free time with our families. Um, but I want to just list off all the diving jobs that are currently open. Um, and then if you wish to get more information, so I just Googled NCAA job market with uh, the keyword diving. And here are the ones that are listed currently. Um, diving coach at Trinity, which is a really good division three school. Um, Stan Randall, I believe has been there forever. It's a really good D three school. Um, just scrolling here. So kind of bear with us. Uh, the university of North Carolina, Wilmington diving coach job. Just trying to see here what we see. Uh, so that's all it's – oh, there's one more page. Excuse me. Sorry. The other thing the other thing you could do, Heath, is you could pull up that PDCA email. Oh, yeah, good call. Um, Hobart and William Smith diving, um, part-time diving coach Carnegie Mellon down in Pittsburgh. That's always been a good one. And then we kind of know of some bigger ones that are open, um, Army and Navy. They may be in the final steps of hiring. Auburn kind of in the same boat, maybe in the final steps of hiring because those ones have been posted for about a month to two months now after the nationals ended. And then the big one that just kind of opened up is Michigan. Um, so I think there's going to be some moving around, some moving and shaking around here, which is kind of exciting um, in our world. And just hope the people that left those jobs are excited for whatever reason they wanted to leave um, and kind of go from there. So I'm just trying yeah, I to just look want to give a shout out to before we even read this email, but the PDCA professional diving coaches association yeah. Um, they've been doing a great job of just continuing to have information out there um, about these jobs. You always just scroll down to the bottom and there's a whole bullet pointed list of everything that's out there. And it's not only NCAA, but it's um, the division. They go, you know, division one, division two, division three. Um, they have some club coach jobs and they do a great job. So shout out to Josh Larkham and the whole PDCA crew. Yeah, so this uh, is from May 17th, so I'm missing last week's one, but Cal State Bakersfield, Carolina Diving Academy developmental coach, that's full-time. Um, we mentioned Hobart and William Smith College full-time. Texas A&M assistant coach, getting the opportunity to go learn from Jay LaRue would be pretty awesome. Um, Auburn, full-time. UMass Amherst, full-time. That's always been a great D3 program there. University of Cincinnati, um, the Naval Academy, Army up there in West Point, University of Vermont, St. Bonaventure, El Camino College, Saginaw Valley State, Tennessee is looking for a head dive coach for their club team, um, and Mizzou has a grad assistant job that is available. Kyle uh, reached out to us and asked us to mention that one as well. So um, just get out there, check them out. There's some really good jobs open. So I think get there, look at them. Um, and go from there. But what else do you think we should go over on this one, Aaron? I think we covered it. Um, we're just continuing to be excited about our role in the sport. And uh, we we definitely have uh, things that we can work on. But, um, yeah, we're doing our best, and we're still loving it. We're still having fun. So on to year three, I guess. huh? What do, we, what do you say? What do I say of final takeaways? Uh, I just – Again, I think you said it best. I'm still having fun doing this. Like there's yeah. days where you and I are like, crap, we got to record one. We weren't prepared. Um, but that's life, you know, whether it doesn't matter what job we have, that's life. Um, so I'm still having a blast doing this. I think the the people that it's opened up for us to be able to meet and even just text and ask for advice is still kind of mind blowing. Like I told you, I have a phone call with 
Dr. Ron O'Brien on Tuesday, I'm like, what is going on? Like, yeah. and being able to ask these people for help, I would just encourage listeners, like as always, like ask for help, reach out, text coaches you want to learn from. You'll be shocked at how many of them will answer you back and say, yeah, no problem. Um, sure. So you gave a great shout out. Um, be looking forward to the PDCA's uh, online digital symposium again. That was awesome last year. Um, 2028 and beyond skills camp. That's going to be incredible again. Um, and then I think just some of the new content we want to try to bring you guys. What I challenge you as listeners, why don't you comment on the Instagram post or send us an email? Let us know of an episode idea you might have. You know, John Appleman gave you a great idea trying to bring someone on consistently to do meat review um, and talk about the meats as they happen whether that's us building a, our, our best diver, our ideal diver, talking about fantasy diving more, trying to implement that on a bigger scale, whatever it may be, let's try to bring some different content and think outside the box. And I think we will. I think we have some pretty exciting ones planned. How about this last question before we go? One person you want to interview this year? It's mm. a good question. Krista Palmer. Krista Palmer. That's a good one. I would like to interview Jane from England, the person Manny's going to learn uh, yeah. from. I think it's like Figurio or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I could that. could be butchering I, that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think stepping more into the international world, I think, would be really fun. So, yeah. But besides that, I mean, that is it for me. Um, next week, we will finally be posting Alan Botego's episode. But this week, we just wanted to bring you guys an episode that's quick and say thank you for listening. Yeah, and uh, if you're out there, just hit us up on Instagram. We are at the diving pod. Our email is thedivingpod at gmail.com. Please send us something, whether it's criticisms or ideas for a good episode, like Heath mentioned. Um, again, also get over to divingpod.itemorder.com. There's T-shirts, hats, hoodies, everything for sale on that. That really helps us out. Um, like I like we've mentioned many times, we don't make much money, but we do make a little on that. So if you want to support us, that would be great. Again, divingpod.itemorder.com. Just get anything, anything and everything. It really does help us out. Um, so yeah, if you wanted a nice hat, there's some sweet ones on there. So get over there, check that out, support the podcast as much as you possibly can. That helps us get to these events and these meets and on deck and all that fun stuff and really takes a little bit of the burden of the cost um, down. So that'd be great if you could do that. Um, that's all I had. So, uh, also just don't forget to put dive pod at checkout. If you do go to that site and get yourself hooked up, dive pod gets you free shipping. And by free, I mean, I'll pay for it for you because nothing's free. Um, so yeah, that's all I had. So we'll see you next time.